I crawled up on the big lawnmower, drove down to the house. Uh, Barbara had to take my, I was wearing my Air Force flight suit that I used to go to all the life and wear around here sometimes. Yeah, I'm still that small. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, we, you know, all of a sudden, of all things, come falling out on the board, Barbara said, that's a scorpion. I said, that's a black southern devil. He said, yeah, I dripped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, a black southern devil has a lot of toxins. It will not kill you, hopefully. But uh, I was eat up with uh, toxins. Uh, about two weeks later, I really felt the effect of it. So uh, Barbara insisted I go to a doctor. We went down to her general practitioner where I got doctors all over the state. But down there we was a man and I walked in his office and he says, well, what do you think? I said, well, doctor, I'll tell you what, a black southern devil bit me right there. And uh, he says, well, how are we going to treat this? I said, good old steroids and antibiotics. And by the way, I'm diabetic. Steroids will beat you alive. So, anyway, we started on that for uh, two weeks. Well, we were still digging ditches. I couldn't get out of another ditch, as I previously said. Uh, I have a golf car down there, so I used it to get over to the ditches, and I used it to pull myself up on it. And then I drive back and let Barbara help me up. Uh, the steps into the house. So, you know, things uh, all of a sudden seem like a little worse than what it was a few weeks ago. So, Barbara, being what she is, uh, my angel, she said, We got to go to the hospital. So, we went to the hospital, Dr. Hospital in Augusta, Georgia, and we checked in and it was like, uh, was urgent going on there. I don't know what it must have been me. But uh, the doctor says, okay, uh, our test reveals you need to call this guy. He's a spine specialist, Dr. Gutan. Dr. Gutan is one of the most fantastic men I've met in my life. He's Dutal, real. Well, when he walked in, MRI. I was about to go on vacation, but I read through a medical report that came over from Dr. Hospital, and we need to get an MRI right away. Well, <laughs> that's easier said than done when you're, you're paralyzed and you can't raise your arms above your head for them to put you in an MRI, which is a big tube. Now, I've been in some situations before, and I've been in a long before, but that was almost that word that I hate to use called impossible. The impossible, the little lady was smaller than anybody in this room. Now she's going to pick me up and put me where? I was in a wheelchair, dead weight. So I still had enough strength in uh, my shoulders that got me. Bless his heart, gave me a long time ago. I always said, 
great upper body strength. Well, it helped. I pulled myself onto the table. She said, okay, here we go. Lift your arms. I tried. Uh, yeah, I, I screamed. <laughs> I saw my good. So anyway, after a couple of attempts, she said, you got to take some drugs. We're going to give you some painkillers. I don't like drugs. So I agreed to take a bunch of Valium. Well, they rolled me out so I could sit beside Barbara while this Valium took us back. I'm a big guy, I think. Valium takes a little while to get circulating. So 30 minutes later, she was coming and rolled me back. I started screaming again. And she says, okay, we'll take you out. I said, no, we got to get this over with. So we endured. God's with me. And I think he was over me. But they sent the film or the email over to Dr. Bhutan, which was sitting over in his office. Well, here comes Dr. Bhutan running over and he tells Barbara, and, well, it's bad. Uh, and also, uh, we're going to operate in the morning at whatever time it was. I don't even remember what was But uh, he says, go by ambulance or go by your wife. I said, y'all get me in the car and call ahead. Have them in the emergency room, take me out, put me on the stretcher, whatever you want to do. So they did. Farmer uh, had been doing this by herself, and three men come out there. Uh, I don't know, it was like three studios, but bless their hearts, uh, they got me in the car. So we went. Next morning, I was offering you know. Now, this doctor, the reason I love him so much, God saved him to me. He was about to leave on the vacation. How many doctors do you know that canceled their vacation to work on a guy who never met? Praise the Lord for well, One thing that didn't happen then, <laughs> I woke up from surgery. Uh, I didn't feel any better. I mean, I was numb. The thing that happened, they always do it. A nurse comes in and she wants to run this wheel up and down your leg and spike something. And she says, tell me your pain level. I said, finally, I'm numb from here down. <laughs> I don't feel nothing. And she says, well, you're going to be here a while. Well, I was there for a few weeks. And from there, to make this story a lot shorter, uh, we went over to a rehab center where I'm so blessed. Really? That that injury occurred because I got to sit in a wheelchair every day, every night, they thought. And I got to rub wheelchairs and elbows with a lot of people. That all of them were paraplegics, broke I got a great appreciation for what they go through now. Sitting at the table one day at lunch, I was across from a lady, 
gave her hot coffee. She couldn't talk. She couldn't hardly move her arms. Her caretaker had left her. She spilled coffee right down her front. You know, I'm not that kind of doctor. But I knew coffee would work. I heard it happen in McDonald's. So, yeah, I looked and I looked and nobody's around but me that could motor around in a wheelchair. So I saw a red button on the wall of my head. Well, you're coming lady and says, what's happening? I said, please go call me. I think she needs somebody here. And I suggest you get a nurse right away. So they did. So, yes, I'm thankful. Because I never knew. I don't think anybody. Has anybody here been paralyzed here? Okay. I'm the one. The doctor had told us before I even left there with Barbara driving. And then we drive. <laughs> we got it. He said, you might not ever walk again. Scared? Yeah. I went to sleep in the operating room scared. You can imagine. That's not to give someone to hear. Of course, a lot of my own stubbornness. You know. uh, but, you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. And I just always believe. I don't know why. I've always believed. I was put on this earth for a purpose. I still do not know that purpose, but I'm trusting God's gonna be. The one thing that happened long before that, how many of you have ever been hit by a naked man? Nobody. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've had an interesting life. <laughs> I was getting ready. Left home, suit, tie, white shirt on, going down to, I better not name the company, <laughs> but I was going to do some inspection work for the LBA. Out of nowhere, headlights tried to come through my headlights. I didn't see it happen at the time. I had an airbag hitting me in the face, knocking me out. But I came to before he did. He was ejected through the windshield into the highway. And all I could think about, I got to get this guy out of the highway. I was bleeding from a few pores in my body. Uh, my shirt was turning red fast. But as I, I said, whoa. I'm working at CDC, so I know you don't grab blood, just yours. And when mine's safe, I've had all the inoculation. But I start to reach down, and I'm not believing this. Well, I got him out of the road, and they found some clothes, not a or someone. But um, anyway, and the police officer comes to investigate it. And uh, I gave her my driving license. She says, you, you, don't, you need to get, get, get an ambulance. And I said, then why? He's in worse shape than I am. He's got no clothes on already. Take him. <laughs> so 
all of a sudden, you know, it, it just came to me, why was I protected? I don't know. New Orleans. I was leaving a medical convention. 4.30 in the morning, I'm a dedicated employee. I've got to get back to the CDC before the doors open, and I've got to make coffee. So, I was going to the airport from the hotel, turning my rental car. I stopped, I filled it up with gas. I was only just a few miles from the airport, so it's going to be on that pool, and I don't have to buy that airport gas. So I stopped for a red light. When that thing turned green, I eased out. I wished I had a gun dipped. A guy T-boned me. It took them a couple hours to cut me out of that car. Why did I feel A sheriff just happened to be sitting on an overpass on the causeway down there. He clocked the guy. Uh, he was exceeding 65 miles an hour in T-Bone. Why did I live? I don't know. I know God must want me around for something. And I know one thing, he's got to get tired of picking me up. <laughs> I mean, I fall down a lot, and he just keeps picking me up. All I think, boy, he loves me. I'm glad, I really am glad that most of these things has happened because that was a prelude to what was going to really happen that uh, might not have walked again. Well, fortunately for me and Major Barber and the rest of the family, I'm still kicking. Still a little stubborn. Still do some things that I look back and say, why did I do that? I'm not perfect. So why is the Lord sticking with me? If anybody can answer that, why I really want to hear it. Because I don't know. There's other times too that uh, some people would faint. Some people would run to the door. And I probably have to tell Jerry about locked doors so they can't get out and through. But, you know, it, it's, uh, I'm not proud of a lot of things that I did in my early life. I won't make those mistakes again. I can't say I won't fall off a tractor again because I won't give up on money. It's just me, my nature. Well, one thing if I held so that English learn or learn, uh, since I've been in here and back here, maybe, just maybe, all this time he's trying to get me back here. Because we got a home right over here. It's a little difficult. <laughs> We would step back and forth, running back and forth, maintaining two properties. I know that all of these got two properties, and you know what I'm talking about. But I'm so glad I'm back. Uh, coming back to uh, 
think it throw somebody out here one day and I'm going to back home. I didn't do a whole lot when I was here before, I did a little mowing, stuff like that. But uh, right now, I'm 80% back as far as I'm concerned on strength, and 90% back on basically the mobility. I'm still taking a pretty powerful drug as much as I hate, but I still got some numbness in feet, hands, but uh, hey, God lives in hell. And whatever he wants, I want to do it. I don't know where the past gone lead, but I know I've said over and over, wherever he leads, I'm going to follow. So, one thing that I did here. I heard about revives. Well, it's not in my Southern English dictionary, so I looked it up and it says to come and bring back into use. Sound like me? Several times. I looked at revival. How much difference is it? Bringing or coming back into use. The Lord's brought me back. He's going to use me. I hope, I hope, I hope. I pray, I pray, I pray. Uh, one thing that uh, I want to tell you, I, I, I don't want to shame I'm going to tell you anyway. <laughs> but I, I really, for a long time, as you've gone, I tried to sing in the choir. Uh, hired a, a voice coach, and we were coming along, especially with uh, the group of uh, gentlemen that the barbershop course I started hanging around and working with and uh, training with. I still would like to do it again one day. But the one thing somebody had squealed on me, Dr. Gutan. My daughter and I was singing, and he was going to help me all out. He cut my throat. That's the way they operate. But anyway, one thing I read Jeremiah 30 17, For I will restore health unto thee, and will heal thee of thy wounds, saith the Lord. I try to read that as much as I can. And every day in that hospital, I read it. Every day at 3.30 in the morning when I was doing that daily devotional that I have now basically done for three years. Don't know why I was doing it then. I know why I'm doing it now. But anyway, that's basically uh, some things that uh, I hope that some of you Take a look around how fortunate we are here today. I have visited some foreign countries. Me and the Air Force get an opportunity to move around some. But we've got our problems here, folks. We got our problems, but the Lord told us all we have to do is trust Him. Deliver a body. Bow. See if I can 
thank you for this day and to the opportunity to come together in this place to hear and learn about your teachings. You sent your son, your only son, to take the sins away, put them on his shoulder, and carry them away. And we're so thankful that, just as I'm thankful for all the people that pray for me personally. All I can ask is, please, keep guiding me, keep directing me. I love you. Thank you. Thank you.